is now amongst the people and he will dwell with them. They will be his people and God himself will be with them and be their God. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. There will be no more death, no more mourning, no more crying, no more pain, for the old things have passed away. And he who was seated on the throne said, I am making everything new. I am making everything new. Jesus is the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. And this morning, I believe that God wants to just replace some of the old things in our lives for new. We talk about the old man, don't we? And the new man. The old man being crucified with Christ and the new man being raised to new life. Do you know, God is making all things new. Do you know, for some, I believe God wants to renew your mind through his word. You know, old mindsets that we have been carrying for years, he is wanting to make new. If your feet are tired, please uh, feel free to sit. You know, there's some people here, and I believe that you are still living in an old season of your life. And God is saying, what are you doing here? I'm taking you into a new season, and I believe he is going to show you what that new season is going to be. There's a new season of life, a new season of, I don't know, ministry or whatever it is. just that replacing of that old with the new all things have passed away behold I will make all things new I want to just give time for the Holy Spirit just to come and show you some of the old things that God is wanting to renew Some of us are playing an old record. And for the younger ones, that was a music disc. Seven and a half inches or 12 and a half inches, I think. But that old record just playing on our mind. And God is saying, I'm giving you a new song. I am giving you a new song to sing. Even in your barrenness, even when things look bleak, I am going to put a new song in to your heart new for old new for old yeah, come Holy Spirit come Holy Spirit God wants to give you the new sometimes our hands are filled with the old and maybe God is saying to you you know let go let go of the old let go of the the pain let go of the hurt 
let go and then let God come in and just do what he wants to do he'll come and restore you give you this new season that you're going to move into but just ask Holy Spirit to show you what am I holding on to that I shouldn't be holding on to Holy Spirit I ask right now you just hover in this place you will just speak to people speak to people let them hear what you're saying Holy Spirit show them that it's time to let go let go of the pain let go of the past maybe it's time to forgive is God asking you to forgive someone then maybe it's time time to release forgiveness and then allow God to fill your hands with the new things that he has for you come Holy Spirit thank you Father yeah, come Holy Spirit new for old God is renewing us. We are new creations in Christ Jesus. You know, some of us only see the old, the old habits, the old stuff, the old you. But God wants to give you a new perspective today on who you are. He wants to give you a new name today. New for old. John, I just sense for some. I just sense for some that that God is asking, are you wanting to take a step into the new? It starts with a step. You've got to be wanting uh, new things. Do you know, some of us are carrying stuff. You know, one of the things I still have is an old cardigan. I know I'm getting old. I've had it for years. I'll tell you. When I put that on, it's my comfort cardigan. Do you know, whenever I feel a bit stressed or a bit cold, I just put this cardigan on. If Annette's not wearing it first. But do you know, some of us are carrying some of the old stuff like that comfort. Because it's all you've known. It's the familiar. And taking that old off. Leaving that old down creates a vulnerability in you. But God has new things for you. And for some, I really believe that it has to start with a step. You know, we have our aisles here, there's the back. Don't have to necessarily come to the front, but I just believe for some that God is asking you just maybe to step out and just say to him, God, I am wanting, I am stepping into the new things that you have for me. And just take a step forward. For those watching online, stand up in your living room. If you're in bed, get out of bed. 
and just take a step and say, God, I am stepping into the new things that you have for me. It starts with that step. It starts with a step. It's a posture of heart. God, I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in. I'm stepping in. Father, I ask today that you would see every heart. Lord, you do see every heart. Lord, you see that heart cry for change. You see that heart cry that circumstances would change, that situations would change that lives would change, that habits would change. Father, for every step that people have made this morning, that you would meet them where they are at and that you would lead them and that you would guide them by your Holy Spirit. into the new things into the new things Father I pray that people would hear today that they are worthy because of Jesus in ourselves we are not worthy we don't deserve your grace or mercy but Jesus you have given it because you love us and you have plans to prosper us to give us a future to give us a hope that is your heart, Jesus. Not problem free, but you have promised to walk with us through everything. So let, Father God, the new season be ushered in to the lives of those here this morning, for those watching online. I ask this in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. It's always good. Thank you, Phony. <laughs> we have divine interruptions, isn't it? You know, God has so much more than we could ever ask or imagine. Uh, I just can't get away from that new for old. You can tell me how heavy this orange is. Eight ounces. Come on, who knows oranges? I mean, this is a Marks and Spencer's orange. 
this is not your ordinary orange. This is a Marks and Spencer's orange. How heavy is this orange? You're all thinking, he's up to something. Five ounces. Twelve ounces. Well, I don't know how the weight of it. You know, but I want to suggest that the weight of this orange doesn't really matter or affect my life. You know, I can stand here and hold this orange. I mean, I work out. Do not tell. <laughs> this orange. No problem. But what if I stood and held this orange for an hour? What if I stood and held this orange for six hours? What if I held this orange for a day? The weight of the orange wouldn't change. But I would feel it. I would feel it. I would feel the weight of it after a long time. After a long time. If I held this all day, my arm would probably start to go numb. I would feel pins and needles. I would feel something happening. I would feel the weight of it. But the weight of the orange hasn't changed. And you know, for life, our life, our circumstances, our difficult circumstances, the problems, our thought life, the things that we are focusing on that are not of God can be like this orange. So we think about it for a few minutes. It doesn't really affect us much. But when we dwell on our situations for a bit longer, when we are ruminating it over it day in and day out, I believe we can become numb and paralyzed and double-minded. And God wants us to focus and fix our eyes on him. Do you know when the weight of this orange is getting too much? God, would you send someone to help me carry this orange? that can maybe get a hand under. God says, God, would you give me the strength, Lord, to carry this orange? And God is saying, I can give you an answer. Let it go. Let it go. Let it go. And you know, it's just a, a, something that God has been showing me. Some of us have been carrying stuff. And I, I, when I look back over the weeks, I'm thinking, God, I think I've spoken about that before. But I really believe God is saying and wanting to say and wanting to just put his finger on some of the things that we are carrying for long term. And this is a time to let things go. You know, when we think about these things every single day, we get paralyzed. We get, there's a phrase that's normally 
called bent out of shape. Life just bends us into a shape where we are just weighed down by life. Uh, and you know, one of the, the verses that I felt this morning that God wanted to bring to us was um, in Luke chapter 13 about a lady who was bent over. She was afflicted by a spirit of infirmity. She was crippled for 18 years. 18 years. And the story, as short as it is, I believe has great lessons for us this morning. So if you have a Bible, uh, why don't you turn to Luke chapter 13, read in verse 10. On a Sabbath, Jesus was teaching in one of the synagogues, and a woman was there who had been crippled by a spirit for 18 years. She was bent over and could not straighten up at all. One version says she was bent over double. And when Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up and praised God. When Jesus saw her, he called her forward and said to her, Woman, you are set free from your infirmity. Then he put his hands on her, and immediately she straightened up. And praise God. You know, I believe that God wants to just come and just set us free from some infirmity. You know, we talk about being firm, being secure, being steadfast. But there are some things in our life that just shake us, I believe. Difficult circumstances in life can weigh us down. How many of us can say, I'm not where I want to be. I'm not what I want to be. Sometimes my prayer is, God, I don't think I'm the pastor that I should be, <laughs> or the leader, or whatever. We all uh, look at our lives and we see just what is going on. And we decide, we decide that we are not the person that God wants to use or love. But God loves every one of us. Jesus wants to bring freedom, I believe, this morning to some people's lives, to all of our lives. Why don't you just pray for us? Father, this morning, Lord, as your word Lord, comes to our hearts. Would you remove every obstacle? Would you remove every stone? Lord, would you remove every distraction? That we would hear what you want to say to us. Would you show us some of the things in our life that has just got us bent out of shape? 
in our thought life and the way that we live our life. Holy Spirit, come and teach us, I ask. Come and bring freedom, I ask in Jesus' name. Amen. Jesus is teaching in the synagogue. And he sees a woman uh, there crippled, as I said, with a spirit for 18 years, bent over double. Now put yourself in this lady's position. <laughs> bent over, looking at feet for 18 years. Looking at feet, not able, well, I don't know if she was able, to, it's very difficult to, to try and look up and see people face to face when you are bent over double. Uh, look who is a writer here, a uh, doctor. He's the one that comes in and makes a diagnosis. Well, she was crippled by a spirit of infirmity, and she was prevented from looking up. And you know, in our lives, uh, the enemy of our soul, there is things that are in our life that just come into our life that prevent us from looking up in hope and in trust in Jesus. And we see the circumstances, we are weighed down. But freedom comes through Jesus Christ. Are you bent out of shape today? Your thinking, the way that you're living. You know, it could be disappointment that just weighs us down. Things that we had hoped for. Long term, still not happening. Sin, anger, bitterness, apathy, satanic attacks. This lady was uh, affected by a spirit of infirmity. 18 years. Let me tell you, that's a long time. 18 years is a long time. And notice where she was. Where was she? She was in the synagogue. She was in the synagogue. She was there. I hazard a guess that she was there to worship God. That she loved God. That's what I am reading into this. That she was devoted to God and so she came to that place, that house of worship. And this is more than church attendance. I am not having a dig. But let me tell you, when circumstances of life come and affect our lives, sometimes we are off. God, I'm out of here. I need to go and fix this. And it's more than just not coming to church. Sometimes we distance ourselves from God. Just that weight, we take our eyes off of God. God wants us to be in that place. God, my trust and my love for you. And difficult life circumstances are, you know, it takes a resolve that God, you're the one that I am trusting. 18 years bent over double 
she was there walking into a place again. Getting through the crowds of people walking, cooking. I mean, imagine she couldn't do anything about her condition, but she could do something about her position. Her heart was towards God. Her heart was towards God. And, and you know, again, you know, you can be in the house and not there. Remember the school teachers? When you got to your registration class, Stephen Holmes, here. Annette Holmes. Annette Holmes. Annette Holmes! And she's busy talking to someone else. She's here physically, but not here. And so sometimes we can be like that with God. We can be here, but our mind and our heart is somewhere else. And it affects our posture. It affects how we are in God's presence. It helps us, or it prevents us from focusing on God. Not just the sermon. She couldn't do anything about her condition, but she could do something about her position. And if we are going to see change come to our life, I believe we have to position ourselves before God in prayer and in worship. We have to come before the throne of grace to see change happen in our life. This woman was here, whether she was healed or not, it didn't seem to affect her love for God. You know, many people are here today Many people are out there trying to straighten out their life. I will go back to God once I've straightened myself out. I need to straighten myself out. I need to straighten my thoughts out. Once my circumstances are straightened out, then I'll get back. I'll give myself fully to God. But from this story... And the truth of life is the only person that can straighten us out, that can bring freedom, that can bring change, is Jesus Christ. Never put my title slide in. Anyone here today trying to straighten their life out? Anybody here had someone say to them, you need to straighten yourself out. The place to start is Jesus. It's Jesus. Jesus saw her. And Jesus, what did he do? Father, is that woman over there? Could you just heal her? Bless her, Father. No, he never called her forward. He called her forward. Who loves me the most? Rosie, come here. Come on up here. Jesus called the woman forward. Jesus saw her and he called her. Put yourself in the room 
use your imagination. This woman may be trying to hide. Who knows? Maybe trying to not look too conspicuous. Got a condition, bent over. Yes, people can see her. But Jesus calls her forward. He brought her in front of everyone. And all eyes were on her. And all eyes are on Rosie. That's why I had to ask who loved me in case they get me back. Joe, you notice something about Rosie, and I'm not pointing anything out. So, yes, it is nerve-wracking coming forward when you come forward to give a word. You know, I've overcome that to stand and speak because I just do it all the time. But for someone that's not used to being the center of attention, as we, a lot of us are, we don't like the eyes on us, do we? So look at these people, Rosie. Just look them in the eye. How are you feeling? Wondering what was going to happen next. And know this, I'm not going to do anything. Jesus brought the lady forward. I'm just trying to help you get into the story. Because we tend to just be behind the screen. So we try. Jesus brings into the light her condition. Not because Jesus wanted to expose her to everybody, but Jesus was going to bring healing to her. Jesus was wanting to show you or show the crowd how much this woman was loved because Jesus calls her a daughter of Abraham. Do you know, people may have known her as the woman with the bent back. The old woman, the young woman, I don't know, well, 18 years, so she was middle-aged, a bit like myself. Do you know, we tend to see people, don't we? Well, that's the person on drugs or alcohol or whatever. But Jesus doesn't just see a woman with a bent back, with a spirit of infirmity. Jesus saw a daughter of Abraham who needed to know the touch of God in her life. And I'm going to release you, Rosie, to sit back down. Yeah, show her appreciation. Do you know what I do? I could have brought anyone up here. Some would be standing here confident. I love up here. Most people tend to shrink back. And you know, I wonder, I wonder if sometimes when we are feeling the way we feel, when we are having all the eyes on us, whether there are some, this is just, I'm just going to have some thoughts. Some insecurity button that's pressed in us because we know what we are like. Some things that we carry, sometimes we carry shame or guilt or 
Um, just, I don't know, residue, I would call it, from the fall. Adam and Eve, what did they do? They hid when they sinned. They had their first reaction was to hide. And you know, a lot of us, we don't want eyes on us because there's just something there in our life that we are carrying that just makes us uncomfortable when everybody's looking at us. Am I making sense? So imagine this woman who had a physical condition there in front of everybody. Our true identity, our true acceptance and security is found in Jesus Christ. And you know, as we develop, as we build, as we grow in our relationship with God, I believe that that security, that just, yeah, Lord, I am secure in the knowledge that I am your child. You're looking at someone who just didn't like himself. Who would rather blend into the background. Yeah, believe it. Who would rather not be around people. And God had a plan and a purpose to have me stand in front of people, bringing his word. And God had to do something in me. Jesus is the one who can raise us up. He is the one who loves us unconditionally. She was unable to stand up straight. We have another part. She instantly stood up straight. The middle part, the key, Jesus touched her. He put his hands on her. She encountered Jesus. And you know, for many of us, as we are weighed down, as we are bent over with the weight of life, who are just looking for breakthrough in our life, who are looking for freedom, who are looking for purpose, between there and walking in the freedom not being perfect and walking in that knowledge of God and that love of God, Jesus put his hands on her. And some of us this morning need Jesus' hands on us. Are we willing to put down our pride and allow Jesus to bring freedom to our lives. Daughter of Abraham, she was loved. You are loved. Come on, tell the person beside you, I am loved. I never told you yet to say you are loved. I said, I am loved. Now turn to someone else and say, you are loved. Okay, Malcolm Baxter. We are loved. You are loved. I am loved. Jesus wants to touch our lives and bring freedom. He doesn't want us to be bent over with weight of life. 
Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication present your request to God. So what's got you out of shape? Not physically. I know many of us could say, I'm not in shape. But spiritually, what has got us out of shape? Know this morning that Jesus can touch your life. A student went back or a student back in the 19th century took six postcards and wrote large letters on them. And he put a letter on each of the cards that said, let God. He put them on the mantelpiece in his room. One evening, a draft came in, blew through the room, and blew one of the letters on the floor. And as he picked it up, he saw what seemed to be a message from God, which is a secret of the Christian life. Let go. Let go. Only by letting go will God carry out his will in our lives and shape us into who he intends us to be. We've got to let some things go, church. We've got to let some things go. Come on, let's stand. Don't you ask the worship team to come back. Let's be in that posture. Let's ask God, God, just show me what has got me out of just that, that, that shape that you are wanting just to build into my life. What's got you weighed down? Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Thank you that you see every person here. You see every person here. Oh, there may be some people here and you don't know Jesus Christ. Maybe some people watching online. And you look at your life and think, my life is a mess. My life has no purpose. I've been trying to straighten out my life for years. Then maybe you need to try Jesus Christ. Maybe you need to try Jesus. I want to say that Jesus is the only one that can raise you up 
that can straighten out your life and put you on an adventure. And all it takes is saying, Jesus, I am sorry for my sin. I'm sorry for doing things my own way. I believe that Jesus died for me. I receive him today as my Lord and Savior. Come into my life, Lord Jesus, and be my Savior. You know, a simple prayer, prayed from the heart. Now, what I say, your position will change like that to a child of God whose name is written in the Lamb's Book of Life, declared righteous because of what Jesus Christ did on the cross. Give him your life today. So again, some of the things that you need to lay down, that you need to let go of, to allow Jesus just to come in and just make you the person that his heart and his desire for you to be. Just have to let some things go. What are you laying down today? you laying down? What you laying down? I'm just saying for some carrying.